Hello, FPL managers. Welcome to the FPL Optimized Podcast. This is episode number 69, which we are recording on Thursday evening with still two games of Game Week 15 left to be played. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host is Sirtop, the data scientist, and I'm really happy that he's back mm -hmm. again for today's episode. This is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old iTest. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. So Sirtop, welcome back. How are you doing? How did game week 14 go for you? And how is game week 15 going so far? Thank you. It's good to be back. I'm feeling much better. Um, and thanks for covering last week's episode. I wasn't sure if you were going to do it or not, but it made me really <laughs> happy to see that. Yeah, <laughs> you flight solo, but it was great. You get lots of comments and lots of yeah. likes this time around. Yeah, um, nice. Game week 14 went really well. Uh, I finished game week 14 with 74 points, and which... Yeah brought our head-to-head -head competition to 8-6 so as you see yeah. like, i'm only back you know for the game week i won yeah <laughs> uh, so i, I won with with a, like 20 points margin actually which is especially nice i don't know <laughs> like maybe it should count as like double win maybe we can consider that no 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 no, no. no <laughs> okay. it's just, uh, just a single win but yeah you did well yes <laughs> yeah it was a good game week so my or uh, jump to 39k wow. and yeah it was a good game week and this week um it doesn't look too good i mean currently i'm at 26 points uh but yeah. i was lucky that smikas didn't get any minutes so that i'm getting trippia off the bench and then you're also getting yeah. Shar off the bench as i see right um ederson yeah. was on almost like nine points uh before City conceded, unfortunately. So it was. Oh, you're like, back to Ederson. Okay. Yeah, I'm back to Ederson. <laughs> I think that was going to give me a nice green arrow. But yeah. now I'm on a slight arrow, like a, a very small red arrow. But uh, if the projections yeah. hold, I might be back to a green arrow. I, okay. it's, it's very close, but we will see. Yeah. yeah. And how was your That's game in 14 yeah. and 15? Yeah, well, I cannot be happy. I used my wild card and I had a red arrow, so that's never good. Uh, just 54 points. Yeah, I had good hopes for the Arsenal defense uh, against Wolves, and it was looking good for a long time. I had Raya and Sinchenko, but then uh, Wolves scored, so that's uh, yeah, that, that 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 ruined my plans. Um, and I also went for the Chelsea duo in midfield, Palmer and Sterling. Mm -hmm. uh, but in game week 14, they just delivered three points combined. So that wasn't too great either. And I had Darwin, who only had two points. So overall, not really good. But I do think I'm set up uh, quite well for the next game weeks. At least that's the plan. Uh, game week 15 is also looking a bit better, um, even though also not spectacular. Currently on 34 points with still Pedro Porro and Char to play. Uh, the Arsenal defense again uh, let me down, you know, at, uh, at Luton conceding three goals. That was not really expected. Uh, and yeah, I went with Raya on my wild card, especially for the last two games for Wolves and Luton. Uh, but that didn't work. Uh, Palmer did better, luckily, this game week with eight points. I think Sterling could easily 
have had a few more as well. I think he was close to getting a penalty. Uh, he also had a few good assists, especially uh, for for Jackson. But uh, yeah, nothing happened. So unfortunately, Sterling only two points. But he did look quite yeah quite decent. And uh, yeah, Salah as my captain didn't deliver. But yeah, most people had him as captain or or they had Haaland. So I think, uh, well, let's see what Son will do. But the Son captainers could be the winners of the game week. Well, let's mm-hmm. see what happens tonight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, game week 14 and game week 15. We'll face another deadline again on Saturday for game week 16. Mm-hmm. So let's get ready for that one. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to cover about model performance this week? Um, model performance, unfortunately not, because um, I wasn't able to update all, all the data yet. We will be sharing more details in the upcoming weeks. Um, yeah. And yeah, it will be interesting. No, that's fine. We'll get. <laughs> anyway, we said, uh, we said we wouldn't do this every week, so no yeah. worries. Mm-hmm. All right, let's then look at our fixture ticker. So which teams should we be investing in and which ones should we avoid? Okay, at the top we have Manchester City. Uh, not surprising, they are playing against Luton Town uh, at away, yeah. but still a very favorable fixture. And then yeah. they have Crystal Palace in game week 17, despite having a blank in game week 18. They yeah. have um, like two more good fixtures right after that. They have Everton uh, and then Sheffield United in game week 20. So Manchester right. City is basically the team to own. I mean, most of us have already like Holland, Alvarez, or uh, some people have Foden. I have yeah. Ederson. So people <laughs> already have City players, but I mean, it might be uh, an interesting option to look at if you still have a space. Yeah. And in the second place, we have Arsenal. Uh, their favorable fixtures are towards the end of this horizon. Uh, starting with game week 19 especially, because their three upcoming games are just Aston Villa, Brighton, and Liverpool. You know, moderate right. average, uh, moderate in average, but Liverpool game might be a little bit difficult, but then they have three good fixtures. Uh, yeah. At the third place, we have Chelsea. Like, we kept talking about Chelsea, how yeah. Chelsea is improving, and their mm-hmm. fixtures will get better, and they're finally at the third yeah. place now. Uh, right. They are playing against Everton this game week, but their favorable fixture is in game week 17 against Sheffield United, both defensively yeah. and offensively a good fixture. Yeah. yeah. And towards the end of this horizon, they have Luton Town in game week 20, so they are also a good team to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Liverpool in the fourth spot. Uh, they are playing against Crystal Palace, but for some reason, for game week 17... Uh, it looks like offensively it will be a good fixture for Liverpool uh, mm-hmm. against United. I think models think Manchester United's defense is not that reliable. Uh, we will see about that. And yeah. in fifth place, we have Newcastle. Uh, they are playing against Tottenham, which is not an easy fixture. But then they have yeah. Fulham, Luton Town, and Nottingham Forest, which is right. uh, very favorable defensively. Yeah. Uh, then we have Aston Villa, Manchester United, and Manchester United is playing against Bournemouth offensively, a good fixture. Then we have Brighton, Tottenham, and West Ham at the 10th place. Okay. Any comments? Uh, no, well, I'm wearing the Chelsea shirt because uh, <laughs> we've been talking about it since a long time. We've been saying 
watch for game week 16 as their fixtures will turn. So yeah, we see that now in this chart, the number three mm-hmm. in the ticker, even though uh, their recent games weren't too great. I think uh, if we look at the fixtures, you know, this could be the moment to uh, to go for some Chelsea options. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Arsenal is interesting. I think it's interesting how fast the the thinking can change right because i think last week a lot of people were saying oh arsenal defense is great uh you sh- mm-hmm. one defender isn't enough you should go for two but now while well, they conceded against wolves and also against uh luton so yeah the the let's say going heavy on the arsenal defense didn't work at least not for the past two game weeks but you know um still yeah let's see how this uh, will evolve during the next games Mm-hmm. No, that's just a few thoughts. And yeah, Newcastle, they, they keep looking good. Uh, especially now, looking at this chart, I realize that they actually have some good fixtures coming up. So mm-hmm. that's something to keep in mind. Even though, yeah, with Newcastle, yeah, they have a lot of fixtures. Also with the Champions League, still a big game coming up. Um, so that's that's something to consider. They they have a lot of games and, and they also have quite some injured players. So, so yeah. that could be a risk there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, these are, let's say, the top teams. Let's look at the bottom half. Uh, from worst, starting with worst, we have Sheffield United. Yeah. Um, okay. And I mean, they're, the fixture this game week is not that terrible. Uh, they are playing against Brentford at home. But then yeah. they have Chelsea, Aston Villa, uh, and then Luton Town in game week 19 is not that yeah. difficult. But in game week 20, they have Manchester City. So uh, okay. quite terrible fixtures. Uh, yes. in this horizon uh, and yeah. then in, in the second spot we have Luton Town playing against Manchester yeah. City so it will be a really really tough fixture for them yeah. and yeah should be an easy fixture for City but who knows <laughs> well, as yeah, you keep you saying see, Luton Town at home to Arsenal, right? yeah, they, yeah. Quite, uh, they had a really tough game and uh, they, did they only won it in the last minute so yeah, yeah. we will see I mean we'll see and we have Crystal Palace, uh, Nottingham Forest, Burnley, Fulham, Everton, Bournemouth, Wolves, and finally Brentford. Yeah. Uh, going from worst to best in this half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mentioned it last week. Crystal Palace might be a surprise, right? Because they're they're quite a good team, but they're actually now third in terms of uh, worst teams. With when we look at the upcoming fixtures, and, yeah, and, and that's, that's the of, point. Yeah. They they really have a tough run now. Yeah, yeah. With Liverpool, Liverpool City, City, Brighton, Chelsea, yeah, and also yeah, Arsenal so coming up. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Do we also have the chart from uh, Rob T? Yes, we have. And oh, for game is. week 16 goals and clean sheet odds. Um, yes. So one thing I want to mention is Manchester City has the highest clean sheet probability this game week, 55%. Okay. And guess yeah. who has the optimal goalkeeper? I do. <laughs> I have Ederson. I'm excited for this game. I, I feel like they will keep a clean sheet or I hope they will keep a clean sheet, but we will see. Mm-hmm. I won't be upset if they concede because I mean Liverpool is also going well in the league, and I'm wearing a Liverpool jersey today. It's a new oh, one yeah. too. Yeah, recently cool. got it. All right, nice. Um, and so some of the updates uh, for this chart: 
Manchester United is projected to get 2.15 goals against Bournemouth and they got a boost so it was 2.0 and now it is 2.15 right. uh, after putting a loss of XG against Chelsea and mm-hmm. Crystal Palace uh, so it was 1.1 expected goals against Liverpool but it got downgraded to 0.95 after a bad mm. performance Okay. and Brentford also uh, got nerfed a little bit, so it, yeah. it is like 1.75 right now. Uh, it uh, it dropped around 0.15 because of Mubemo's injury. Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, we will talk about Mubemo's injury. Yes. But uh, Fulham, so they look really good. So their projections yeah. really improved over recent weeks. So I think yeah. season-long uh, projections for uh, Fulham increased uh, significantly, and yeah. yeah, this is the visualization and notes by Rapti that okay. uh, we looked very quickly. Right. Yeah, and also in terms of expected goals, Manchester City is projected to get two point eighty five goals against Luton Town, so which is right. worrying uh, for people who doesn't have Haaland like me. And <laughs> yeah, I think these are all the interesting things in this week's chart. Yeah. Yeah, let's see uh, if City can bounce back uh, at Luton because uh, in recent weeks they, they've been struggling. Uh, also losing yesterday against Villa and, you know, not just losing, but really uh, being outplayed, let's say, by Villa. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and also Haaland uh, didn't do much. So let's hope he can bounce back. I'm saying that as an owner. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Luton away, we've seen it and we said it before. It's not easy. Um, so that will be an interesting game and for the rest Fulham indeed surprising or not surprising maybe but yeah they won they won comfortably and easily yesterday what was it 5-0 I think mm-hmm. uh, and it was nice to see Jimenez back right yeah. he's been struggling uh, to find his form back and yesterday he scored two goals if I'm not mistaken so that was really nice uh, to see him back on, on the score sheet mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and United. Yeah, it's funny, yeah, because the narrative is United is having a bad season. But <laughs> uh, if you look at the league table, actually, they're not doing too bad if you compare them to I some other it, teams. Yeah, everyone is doing bad. That's why they yeah, don't that's look another too way bad. to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Even City yeah. lost lots of points this season. Yeah, indeed. That's it. And just, you know, they don't play too well, even though yesterday's game was, was okay against Chelsea. But. Uh, yeah, they uh, they're still a bit struggling. It's a strange, strange season for uh, United, and you know it's now McTominay, who is uh, their star player. So that's yeah. also a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, cool. So we looked at all the data on a team level. Let's mm-hmm. now look at it on an individual player level uh, by seeing who increased and dropped in EV. Mm-hmm. And I should mention that this table is usually prepared by Chase, but we were in such a short uh, like notice between two game weeks, so I prepared yeah. the table myself. Okay. Um, and also, I also filtered out any players who are owned less than 0.5% because they are not really relevant to most people. Right. Um, and still, like there could be changes to these because I, when I looked at this morning, I noticed that most models have still Mubemo projected to have a solid, uh, like yeah. expected minutes for this game week, which won't happen. Yeah. 
So yeah. I try to give more weight to models which seem to get updated, even at least a little bit. Uh, but these will change, obviously. But let's talk about yeah. you know what are the changes before um, you know yeah. yesterday's okay. games. Uh, yeah. We have Evans from Manchester United at the top of the table uh, with yeah. an increase point increase of six point sixty five um, right. over next six game weeks, yeah. and most of it is coming from this particular game week sixteen with one point sixty seven, mm-hmm. and we have Dubrovka from Newcastle in the second place because of Pop's uh, injury, uh, yeah. and then we have Konate from Liverpool again. Joe Matip injured, so Konate's projections increased. Right. Uh, we have Bentley from Wolves in the fourth place. White from Arsenal in the fifth place. Uh, a slight increase. And then we have McTominay. Uh, you just mentioned. Yes. We have there Jimenez from Fulham. Anthony yeah. in the eighth spot. Bailey, Aston Villa, and Steele from Brighton at the tenth mm-hmm. place. Any comments? Mm here uh no yeah it's just that we see a few goalkeeper injuries huh? and then we can also see yeah. that here in the chart number two dubravka and also number four bentley at wolves mm-hmm. basically uh coming in to replace the number one goalkeeper so that's that's something which is uh well i don't know if we can call it a coincidence but i guess it is because there's just a few goalkeepers that are getting uh, injured same for allison um so that's uh yeah something we can monitor and maybe also can benefit uh, from uh, especially Dubravka uh, low price Pope will be out for a few months there was a rumor that Newcastle could go for a, a new goalkeeper like De Gea you know it needs to be someone who's out of contract so there are not too many options yeah. but if they don't then I think uh, yeah Dubravka could be uh, a good shout uh, very cheap and a very uh, reliable defense so yeah Something to to keep an eye on, and uh, yeah, interesting to see how fast the model adapts. Like yesterday, United played quite well, and now yeah, we see McDominay, we see Anthony uh, re- re- increasing their EV, so that that goes quite fast. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so these are the ones that are increasing. Who are the ones that are dropping? Uh, we have Tomiyasu at the top of the table with 10.22 EV loss yeah. over next six game weeks. Okay. Uh, not sure why. Uh, injury. Oh, he got injured? Okay. Yeah, Tomiyasu got and injured. Yeah. We have Kabore from Luton Town in the second place. Um, he's not okay. injured, right? I'm not sure. I checked a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure found. either. Maybe he lost his place, to be honest. I'm not... Uh... He also played, I think. Uh, he's red flagged. Oh, think. red flagged, okay. Yeah, yeah, red flagged. Oh, but he's playing against his parent club, it says. So uh, that's why the next game he can't play. But I guess the model knew about that before. <laughs> model probably knew about it. Oh, okay, he can't play. Okay, probably yeah. some models doesn't have that. And when, when they yeah. see him red flagged, probably... Because like EV loss is across the horizon, not this game week. Only not right. only this game week, which is surprising because he played last game week. Uh, yeah. This this mm. this week. Um. And then in the third spot we have Mubemo, which has three point eleven yes. EV loss over the next six, six game weeks, and two point four yeah. of them is particularly from this week. But again, as I mentioned, most models were not updated with the uh, news. 
And yeah. just before we started recording, I think you mentioned that he is confirmed to be out uh, several game weeks. Yeah, I saw on Twitter from Fantasy Football Scout that apparently uh, Thomas Frank commented on it. He said that it's 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 bad, but they don't know yet how bad it is. But uh, he's expecting him to be out at least for a few weeks. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So then he will probably uh, be Drop at the more. top of this table yeah. when we when when it's updated. Yeah. Um, in the fourth spot, we have Diaby from Aston Villa. Yeah. Uh, Antonio yeah. from West Ham, Tsimikas yeah. from Liverpool. I think the fact mm. that he didn't start uh, yeah. uh, impacted a little bit, but I'm not sure. Uh, and then we have Ake from Manchester City, Van Bissaka yeah. from Manchester United, Aldak Hill from Burnley, and finally Taylor from Burnley. Okay. These are the players who lost EV. These are the top yeah. players. Yeah. Yeah, Mabuemo is a big one because huh? I think uh, last week and the week before everybody kind of went for Mabuemo. I think his ownership is above 30%. So there's yeah, quite a lot of managers who have him. So this is one that will impact all of us. Uh, and we'll talk about it a bit later to see uh, what the options are to replace him. And mm-hmm. uh, I think Diaby is also quite interesting because he did well, but uh, it seems he lost his place to to Bailey. And Bailey has been also been uh, doing really good in the last two game weeks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, another one we should keep an eye on to see uh, who will keep that spot. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. So we looked at the individual players. I think now we can look at the optimal team. Optimal wildcard 16 team. We have Ederson in the goal and then Gabriel, Colville and James in defense. All right. Uh, Andreas, Salah, Palmer, Son in midfield. And yeah. Solanke, Alvarez, Haaland uh, in forward. And hmm. on the bench, we have Dubravka, uh, Douglas Lewis, Pau, and Livramento. And hmm. this team starts with Salah, but um, I, I will talk about also the transfer plan a little bit. All right. So it starts game week 16 with this team, and then game week 17, it rolls the transfer. In game week 18, it replaces Alvarez with Watkins. Oh, yes. And he is also the captain that game week against Sheffield United, where uh, City is having a blank game week, and then Liverpool is yeah. playing against Arsenal, so Watkins becomes the optimal captain. Yeah. In game week 19, it's uh, well, it's burning uh, that extra free transfer, so it is kind of flexible oh. in that sense. Uh, right. So you can use that transfer for any any something else, yeah. and then it's replacing Salah. With De Bruyne oh. in game week 20, okay. which is interesting. So it's That's kind of assumed that he will be back soon. Yes. And in game week 21, it replaces Son with Fernandez. And then there are, I think, two more transfers beyond this horizon. But okay. yeah, this well. is the team, uh, the optimal wildcard team. What do you All think? right. Um, yeah, interesting to see Andreas. I think it's the first time that we see him from Fulham. Mm-hmm. So, um, indeed, I saw somebody saying on Twitter, if you look at it, Andreas has the same total points as Palmer. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, That's and everybody talks about Palmer. I think probably Andreas played a few more games because I think at the start of the season, oh yeah, uh, maybe Palmer yeah. didn't start yet. But still, um, yeah, we never really talked about him, not really on the radar, but... Uh, yeah, uh, also, again, an uh, affordable option to consider in midfield. 
Yeah. And a few interesting games uh, Fulham will have in the upcoming game weeks. Yeah. Yeah. He plays against uh, West Ham uh, this week and then Burnley yeah. in game week 18. And then he also plays in the Everton game towards the end of the horizon. But yeah. he also, he's also a good bench player. I mean, good player yeah. to have in your bench in case something goes wrong because he also has a Bournemouth game and a Burnley yeah. game at the end of the horizon. So not yeah, too bad. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, and the other one, uh, the Chelsea defense. I think uh, we talked about it earlier. The the fixtures look really good for Chelsea, and um, yeah, in general, their defense is quite reliable. I mean, you cannot really <laughs> say you cannot really be too sure about it because uh, it's not like they're winning every game, or it's not like they're not conceding every game. But in general, they look quite reliable yeah. uh, in in the back, and you know, with James and also with Colwell, you also have a bit of attacking power. So, so that looks good, and I think yeah, the bench is interesting with two Villa players, Douglas Louise and Pau. Um, yeah, Villa looks really strong, especially at home, mm-hmm. and for game week eighteen, they have the best fixture. So I think that's also something we need to keep in mind. Uh, yeah. yeah, whether it's Douglas Louise or Pau, or maybe yeah, you still have maybe Watkins or you know uh, yeah. Bailey or uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mostly. Yeah, Muddle gets Watkins, yeah, in, for that game week. Yeah, especially, right, But then right. Watkins plays yeah. for the entire horizon after that. So yeah, yeah, that's good. And that's one thing I was considering as well. Uh, maybe that's that's something we can talk about now. If we look at the Mubuemo replacements, yeah, sure. Uh, as we just said, looks seems to be confirmed that he will be out at least for a few weeks. Um, so what are the alternatives? And um, I was thinking also with this Villa fixture in game week 18 in mind, for me, it could be a reason to go maybe for Bailey. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's take a look at it. What are the options that you see based on the data in the midfield uh, with a maximum price of 7.5 million? Yeah, sure. Uh, for the game weeks between 16 and 21, uh, Ensemble model gives Sterling, uh, Foden and Palmer as the good replacements. Uh, when we right. were talking about it, I think we decided to look at any players below 7.5 million. I mean, some of these yes. players won't be affordable uh, if you don't have enough in the bank. Right. But yeah, yeah uh, Sterling should be uh, affordable. Yeah. And yeah. If you just check the FBI reviews model with a longer horizon, and the reason mm-hmm. why I'm comparing different horizons, just in case someone is wondering, not every model has a, a long horizon available oh, when yeah. they give the data. So when I'm yeah. using Ensemble, I'm usually using six or seven game weeks of uh, yeah. projections. Um, with FBI review, like I'm looking at the eight game week horizon now, and Sterling is still at the top with 32.98 expected value yeah. for the next eight game weeks. And then we have Foden yeah. in the second place with 31.94. Then right. we have Palmer. So the, the, the good thing about Palmer is he's only 0.6 uh, less EV compared to Foden, but um, he's much cheaper. I mean, 5.3, yeah, so, yeah. so pretty cheap. And then yeah. Soboslai in the fourth place, Okay. Uh, we were talking about him uh, with Trout for the last uh, for for the last game week transfer. We we were sure that we were replacing Ellison with Ederson, but we kind of also considered getting a, maybe another Liverpool player. So it just 
hurt my feelings a little bit when he got lots of points yesterday. Yeah, he scored a good goal. Yeah. And I think the thing with him is also that you're quite secure about the minutes, right? Because that's something like, you know, I went for Darwin and Simikas and, and they were both bench yesterday. Yeah. And that's something we, we kind of knew that it could happen. So you you, you take the risk and, and with Zoboslai, you go more in the opposite. You, you're kind of more sure about the minutes. Yeah. 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 Okay. And we have Douglas Lewis uh, in the fifth place. So his EV is slightly lower than Soboslai on 0.6. Yeah. And then I added two more players. So they do not right. appear in the top five, but they are very popular players. We have yes. Gordon with 28.26 yeah. EV over the next eight game weeks with, with that yeah. you know 6.0 uh, million price. Yeah. And he chan at 5.7 yeah. and his total EV is 25.84. I think he's the most transferred in player. Even though transfer count is not that huge, um, he's the top uh, right now. And yeah. um, I was just curious about it. I just compared Palmer with He chan So this was a visualization I prepared earlier in the nice. season comparing Holland with Alvarez, but this time I used it to compare Palmer and Hee-chan for the last 14 game weeks and also for the future game weeks. So um, in terms of expected points, like based on, you know, uh, you know, obviously like they played different number of minutes. Uh, Hee-chan played much more. He played around uh, 951 minutes and Palmer played right. only 700 minutes. But his total points is 62 compared to 48 uh, right. with Hee-chan. So, and these expected points are actually past expected points, meaning that we are checking how much right. expected goals they generated and expected assists and clean sheet probabilities and converting into how many points were uh, expected to get by this player based on the performance on the pitch. Yeah. And yeah. if we check Future Horizon um, between game week 16 and 23, so... Palmer is projected to get two goals, where Hee-chan is projected to get 1.6 goals. And in terms okay. of assist, Palmer is almost double, 1.6 versus 0 0.8. And mm -hmm. he, Palmer is also projected to play more minutes, mm -hmm. uh, and also more minutes per game. And finally, the projected points are 31.6 for Palmer and 25.5. For he chan. So I mean what I'm trying to say is if you don't have Palmer, I think he's a much better pick. I know that well, some people already have Palmer, that's why they are also looking for another replacement option. But yeah. in case you don't have, I mean Palmer is just dominating both um like past historical performance and also for future projections. Just something I yeah. wanted to mention. Yeah, and especially I think if you look at the upcoming fixtures, if we can go back to that chart where you mm -hmm. had the different players, I think, uh, yeah, that's just for Wolves. If you look at it, it looks quite tough, right? I mean, the next game is good against Nottingham, but then it's West Ham, Chelsea, Brentford, Everton, Brighton, Man United, Chelsea. So there are quite yeah. some tough opponents there, I would say. Whereas with Chelsea, I mean, we covered it before, the fixtures look really good. Uh, they have Sheffield, Luton, Fulham. Yeah, you can see it there. So they have a better run. So yeah, yeah. from that perspective, I can understand why uh, Palmer is looking better here. Yeah. yeah. 
And interesting thing is Foden is at the second place despite having a blank in game week 18. So yeah. you already have a good cover for that game week. He's an interesting option because his EV for yeah. this game week is good, 5.05. And also yeah. he has a Sheffield United gaming game week 20. Yeah. Although I should mention that some of these EVs are kind of uh, bumped because of the possibility of a double game week. But uh, I think the, the probability of having a double in 20 is less now. Um, yeah. So yeah, this, this some of these figures are a little bit... Um, misleading i will say yeah yeah i'm not a fixture expert but what i understood is that if there would be a double in 20 it should have been announced by now or it can still happen but it uh it gets it gets less likely but again something to keep an eye on yeah. mm -hmm. all right and um i was thinking about kudus i mean i've thought about him mm -hmm. before but uh, he's again back on my mind but uh he's not showing up in your chart <laughs> yeah you told me i checked kudos i think his ev is even lower than these players oh, but okay. i know that your eye test uh told you to get him so i feel like <laughs> like you shouldn't just you know take you know whatever this table is saying into consideration i mean if you feel like kudos is the player to go with then <laughs> i think you should do it yeah well, let's see. It's just uh, the next two games are quite good. Fulham away, Wolves at home. But yeah, just looking at your chart now, I just realized again uh, how good an option I think Gordon is for the next games. Because yeah, Tottenham um, still a bit weak due to their injuries. Um, and then they have Fulham at home, Luton away, Nottingham at home. And especially... You know, Newcastle, when they play at home, we've seen that they are really strong. And I think Gordon so far has been scoring a goal in, in each home game, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Or at least uh, he had a return in each home game. So, uh, yeah, Gordon is back on my mind. Yes. <laughs> as a Mubuema replacement, as I don't have Gordon yet. And I think a lot of people do have him already, actually. Gordon or Kudos? Which one do you feel closer? Mm -hmm. No. I think Gordon, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> but I also have Bailey on my mind now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thinking about yeah. Villa. I mean, you have Douglas Louise in the chart, but I would I would go for Bailey, I think. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Even though, again, from a minute's perspective, Douglas Louise is more secure. Yeah. So you already right. have Simikas and Darwin who are minute risks, <laughs> and then you are going for another player who, is a, who has yeah. a minute risk. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I see yeah. how you play the game. Well, you see my OR, right? 2.7 million. It's, uh, I'm there for a reason, even you though normally I do better. But <laughs> I've been telling you before, it's quite difficult to get out of that uh, low rank. But uh, anyway, let's see. I'm having fun. That's the most important thing, right? Keep having fun. <laughs> All right. Well, we covered a lot. Uh, let's also look at the captaincy options, as that's uh, a big decision we need to make every week. So what is the data telling us? Uh, we can skip the captaincy if you want, because uh, Holland is clear ahead of everyone else. All right. And okay. If you have Holland, just captain him. If you don't, then yeah. pick Salah. And yeah. that's pretty much it. I mean, we have also right. Bruno Fernandez in the third place, Son in the fourth place, and Foden in the fifth place. So in case you are feeling 
Yeah. Like you need to take some risks, but um, mm. Alan's EV is eight point three, so wow. it's very significant against Lutonkan in the ensemble model, and he's the optimal captain in every single model. Yeah, and in most models, Salah is almost like twenty percent away from optimal, like being optimal. Okay. So there's almost no chance for Salah to catch up. You know, as we get closer to deadline, sometimes these values change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of the minutes pro- like predictions but yeah this this week holland is very clear of interesting everyone else yeah because personally i'm actually not too confident because uh yeah you know city are struggling a bit and as yeah, i said as we, yeah also looting away wow yeah it should be easy of course but uh you think there could also be a minutes risk? I see some people mm. saying that at some point Haaland needs a break and maybe the looting game could be the one. I don't know. Like I don't know enough about like how Pep's mind work, but no. like in past when we thought that Haaland will get rested, yeah, he didn't. So <laughs> I no. don't feel no. like you know yeah. betting on it. But no, maybe, that's true. Yeah, I mean, and also because they lost now against Villa, you know they they need to win now at Luton. So oh, yeah. yeah, they need their they need their strongest players. This could be a game though, like if they are two 0 up at halftime, that he he might take Holland off. You know that happened before, so that that could be two Alvarez goals in the first half, and then Holland gets replaced in the halftime. That <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> We've seen it before. We've seen it before. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's see. But I guess I shouldn't uh, bet against the model in this case and probably go for Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. So do you know already what you will do? Any transfers or any captaincy decisions? Oh, um, so I was looking at it. I was running the model. I think model uh, originally wanted me to replace Eze this week, but then it was before we got an update about Mubemo. I think Mubemo is more urgent because if Eze comes back, uh, he has some good fixtures by the time he's back. Um, mm-hmm. Most likely I will replace Mubemo. But I don't know who with maybe Palmer. Okay. Uh, Palmer? Yeah. Yeah, not sure. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. But I might also do something spicy yeah. instead. We'll, let's oh. see. How about you? Spicy. Yeah, one thing that I was a kind of planning was a goalkeeper swap because, uh, you know, I did my wild card and I didn't use a transfer last time. So I have now two transfers. Mm-hmm. And my idea was to use, as I said before, I wanted to benefit uh, from the Arsenal fixtures. So I went with Raya first. Well, that didn't work. They conceded against Wolves and they conceded against Luton. Uh, and, and the plan was to move to Sanchez next from Chelsea. So, yeah, I regret that I didn't have him before because, you know, yesterday he stopped the penalty and uh, mm-hmm. he had 11 points. So, I, yeah, I, re- I regret it. But again, you know, that's just saying that in hindsight, Arsenal had the good fixtures. That's why I went uh, for Raya first. But, Wait, uh, you're replacing yeah. Raya then? Yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so he played only two weeks for you. Oh yeah, yeah. you said yeah, yeah. he was yeah. in for that. Those particularly those yeah. two games. Just for those two. Yeah, I like the Chelsea fixtures better from now on. So, yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. And also, he's a bit cheaper. That was the other thing. So I, I want to uh, go for the cheaper option. Okay. So yeah. I can use the budget elsewhere. Yeah, and my other transfer needs to be Mbuemo, which was not planned. Uh, not planned. Uh, we talked about it before. So. 
Probably Gordon or maybe Bailey. Still need to decide. Yeah. Or Kudus. Or Kudus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens on Friday night. That's usually when and I'm I sure you will videos. do something totally different because every time you talk about it, you do something totally different. I'm like, yeah, Saturday morning, I'm checking teams. I'm like, who yeah. <laughs> this boss guy? <laughs> and then I will regret it again later. <laughs> yeah. I hope a lot of managers can relate to it. I hope I'm not the only one uh, playing the game like this. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for today then. Surtop, anything else? No, nothing else. I think you also have the mini league yeah. updates. We'll look at the mini league. So, uh, yeah, the game week isn't over yet. So, it's maybe too early to look at it. But anyway, let's look at uh, the picture as it is today. Uh, we have 347 participants, so it keeps going up. That's really nice. You can still join if you want to. The code is 0JSDLA. Uh, the current number one is Matthew Allen with his team Grand Haven Broncos. That's that's great. Congrats, Matthew. Uh, our number two is uh, Wyatt Haswell. So it's great to see you back, uh, Wyatt. Yeah, you dropped out of the top three last time. Uh, and you were actually number one after the previous game week. So, uh, well, great that you managed to fight back. Kudos to you. Currently on number two with the team Fun in the Sun. And on number three, we have a new team. It's Herpal Sahota with the team FC Sankt Herpoli. So I think uh, Herpal is a Sankt Pauli fan, I assume. Yes. <laughs> well, well done to the three of you. Keep it up. Uh, and that was it for today. This was FPL Optimized Podcast, episode number 69. Thanks for listening. Good luck with making your Game Week 16 decisions. We hope your arrow will be green. And next week will be more of a normal week again. We won't have a midweek deadline, so we can uh, stick to our usual schedule. And you can probably expect our podcast on Thursday morning. Make sure to subscribe so you will get notified when the next episode is released. And do follow us on Twitter. For Surtop, it's at Surtop Bilal. And for me, it's at Belfi BB. And as you know, you can also find FPL Optimized now on YouTube. And until next time, stay curious and stay analytical. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>